Hi guys and welcome to this podcast. Uh, sorry I've been missing for quite a while. I've actually uh, not been on for roughly about 16 days which is a disgusting effort from me. But I'm back and it's exciting and we're moving over to task 10 in the book. So if you haven't got the book yet my name's Dominique Parlett and you can get the book on Facebook. Connect with us on Facebook, find us on Community Warriors and we will post out that book and you can have that happy happy post. So if you are reading through the book, I really hope you're up to date if you're listening to this podcast. If not, press stop now, go back and start again. Well, don't start from the beginning, but go back and uh, make sure that you've finished all your pages before you go on to the next one. So today we're going to be talking about the letter to ourselves, which is obviously one of the crucial parts of the book and part of the podcast. But exciting news for you. For the next 10 minutes, you're not going to have to listen to me drone on to myself, just talking to myself, jabbering on, because I've got a very exciting guest in the studio. And today, the one and only Cheryl Layton is in the studio. She's going to talk to us about breathing workshops, about the importance of breath work and those that are actually on the live course were lucky enough to go through this masterclass with Cheryl in the actual class. So now we're going to share it with you. But I'm also going to interrogate Cheryl on how she found manifestation and how that has changed her life. So let's just have a quick look at task 10 before we get Cheryl in. Those of you that have got the book, I would like you to have a look. Now, you've got that lovely, beautiful pink page there, feather on the top, two hands touching. And it starts with, you should start with dear and then your name and express everything that you would say to your child self as a seven-year-old child as if you were stood in front of them now it's one of those things that you think yeah 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 no problem i'll set five minutes aside and i'll write myself a quick note but actually it's quite an emotional thing so just prepare yourself for that um now some of you have already done it and some of you haven't what I would say to you is um, things that we touched on in the group is, you know, when we start to revisit our childhood, for some people that can be quite triggering. Um, it can it can give quite a lot of us that are that little bit older a bit of a sense of loss, people that perhaps have passed on or, you know, that we're not in contact with anymore. But what I really want you to do is focus on seeing yourself as a child and I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the thoughts that you have every single day. When you look in the mirror, what are those thoughts that are those intrusive thoughts that are coming in? What are you actually saying to yourself? And if you wouldn't say it to a seven-year-old little girl, why are you saying these things or thinking these things to yourself? So get a piece of paper out. I mean, the book's got a couple of lovely little note pages here, but if you're anything like me, it'll end up being an autobiography. So <laughs> make sure you've got some extra paper. And don't forget, you can get in touch with us. We've got the new Instagram page opening, which is really exciting for finding me. And that means that you can tag us, you can pop your posts up on Instagram. And whenever you hashtag finding me task, put the task 987, whatever it is, that will drop your pictures into a great big pool of other people who are doing the same task as you at the same time. So sharing is caring. If you are finding that time to, to work on yourself, why not post a snippet? Let us know what you're doing. Perhaps take your book somewhere, have a nice picture of your book on a walk. Let us know that you're actively making this time for yourself. So again, just touching over that task 10, you are going to to write yourself a letter as if you are looking at your seven-year-old self 
And I want you to think about the things that often come into your mind. That could be your body image, perhaps your job, your self-worth, uh, relationships, things like that. Um, you know, for example, we might go on a date with someone that we don't particularly like and think, well, I don't know why I thought it was going to be good. I don't deserve to have love. Those sort of intrusive thoughts, they're, they're what I want you to write into the letter, but I want you to address yourself as a seven-year-old child. Perhaps a seven-year-old child shouldn't be on a date, really. But, <laughs> you know, when it comes to body image, self-worth and all those sort of things, all joking aside. So enjoy that task. Let us know how you're going on. Make sure that you're up to date. You could even revisit previous podcast episodes if you wanted to. Um, but what we're going to do now is we're going to move on because we have got Cheryl Layton in the studio. And this is very exciting. So hello, Cheryl. Hi. How are you? Oh, good. Now I'm back from several holidays this year. Globe trotting again. Yeah. Because you don't just go on small holidays, really, do you? You go on massive adventures. I've only been for a week. <laughs> And what about what happened but before that week, Cheryl? I know you're talking about that one little holiday that you've just been on, but I'm talking about the extravagant three-week expedition, world trip, disaster, adventure um, that you went on before. Tell us a little bit about what happened. Well, um, we went for three weeks to Spain and decided to drive this year, took the dog with us. Um, and the first thing I did in the morning when we got to... Um, Folkestone right. was I posted that we was going to have an epic adventure. Okay. So I put it out there and we had an epic adventure. And after the epic adventure began, I started praying for a nice, quiet, uh, peaceful holiday, which I had this last week. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's just quick, let me just cut in there. Putting it out there, <laughs> putting it out into the universe. You've got to be careful what you ask for. Exactly. You have to be specific when, when it comes to manifestations. Would you agree? Yes. Okay. So let's just quickly touch on this because we'll tell our, our listeners what happened next. So you put out into the universe, you basically manifested an epic adventure. Yes. And an epic adventure it was. <laughs> Yes. But perhaps not the epic adventure that was in your mind. Not quite, no. What um, happened? We broke down in the middle of France, first day, and we got towed into the middle of the countryside in France. We got stranded roadside. Um, oh. I had a bit of a spiritual awakening the next day and um, decided I wasn't going to ask for any more massive adventures. <laughs> Because the thing is with this, and this is really important, if you're just starting to manifest things right now, perhaps you've just started your vision board. Oh my God, the studio has just fallen apart. Cheryl, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Back to business. Perhaps you're just doing your vision board for the first time. And um, what I want you to think about is when you ask the universe for something, and I know Cheryl's going to agree with us on this, the universe doesn't understand the difference between good and bad, positive or negative. It just hears an order like Amazon. It just hears an order and it delivers. Now, when Cheryl made her manifestation, she was very excited and she asked for an epic adventure. I was thinking Bill and Ted bogus style and that's kind of what we got. But instead it's we got epic like Armageddon, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. However... I really believe that everything happens for a reason. Oh, I definitely. Really do. And can you tell us, uh, with me just throwing that out there, looking at that situation now and going back, what came out of that situation that might have changed you or your perception 
of an adventure or life in general? Well, the really strange part to it is that had we have not broken down when we did and we'd have been 10 minutes ahead of where we was, we would have hit a massive accident. Wow. So we avoided an accident. Okay. Um, so I feel we was guided on the adventure that I asked for. Um, it started off being a massive thing with the car, like, oh, the engine's failed. The engine's not failed, my engine works. And then it was, all oh, the turbo's gone. And I was like, just fix my turbo. And when it turns out, it was something really simple that we had to fix that we could have done right from the beginning. So almost like, it's almost an like it was a bit of a, an, an intervention and a bit of a miracle. Wow. In fact, one of our friends that came with us, because we travelled backwards and forwards to France several times to return higher cars, and then they said they was going to uh, tow my car back to England. And I said, no, you're not. I'm coming to fix it. Yeah. And I bought took a little crew of people with me, some of my closest, and we turned up the next morning and we literally fixed my car outside because that's what I'd asked for. I'd prayed for two weeks. Yeah. I'd, um, just thinking of my car, I went sober, which is a massive thing. Anyone that knows me knows I like to drink. Absolutely, I went absolutely yeah. clean, like no alcohol, no sugar, no sweets, no ice cream, nothing. I ate clean and I, I really put all my energy into to get in my car back and still enjoying the holiday that we was on and being yeah. grateful every day for what we had. Yeah. Um, and when we turned up that morning and we, we managed to fix the car, one of my friends just went, this is a miracle that, yeah. that we've done this. I mean, it is though, isn't it? When you think about it, when you think about that, Cheryl, I mean, on page, let's have a look, a little bit further into the book, we talk about gratitude and just next to the gratitude page, there's a, a long piece called Coins and that's all to do with how you spend the moments of your life. Yeah. Now, when you think about the actual moment that the car broke down, you know, you're at the side of the road, you've got the children, you've got the dog, it's absolutely sweltering, hot, hotter yeah. than, than the sun. It was like 39 degrees, I think. No shade, we were stranded six hours, so... Um... I mean, that in itself is is an actual life experience, yeah. isn't it? Um, and I think, you know, at that point, what, what we really want people to know is... Of course, at the time, you're going to react in a certain way, aren't you? But... Had you known what would come of this, you know, this ne this news that you got later on, that actually there was a quite serious accident in front of you, um, would you have been would you have been upset or would you have just thought, would you have gone to immediate gratitude to just be at the side of the road and not involved in that accident? Well, because we were travelling with friends, so it was only about 20 minutes in, we discovered that we'd just skirted right past this massive accident because we should have been ahead of them. Right. And they was then stuck in three hours of traffic, wait for the accident to be cleared. So we wow. knew pretty early on that we'd just missed an accident. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it's just a case of, well, you know, we're all well. Yeah. We're all safe. Yeah. And unfortunately, someone's, out, you know, someone's not quite as well as we are today. Yeah. So instantly we was grateful for that. And it is about flipping things around. So... At first, when it all started going wrong, it's really easy to fall into that pity party. I've had several McDonald's pity parties with you, as you're aware. I know those kids. <laughs> it's really easy to feel so sorry for yourself. Yeah. But feeling sorry for yourself doesn't make anything better. No. It doesn't take away what's happened. So it's just about, you know, trying to pull it round as quick as you can and finding a positive out of everything. Absolutely. And I think that your experience, I mean, we did actually touch on this in, I think, episode three. When I was recording episode three and I was talking about a friend who hadn't quite manifested exactly what she wanted, this is what I was talking about. It was Cheryl. And obviously, as you can hear, she's now safe back in the UK. Thank goodness. And I'm not sure I'm ever going to let her go again. But um, yeah, she's here. And, and the whole point of this, the, the reason that we're having this interview and we're bringing you this information is that when you make 
that order you need to be specific so when you make your vision board and when you think about how you want your life to be perhaps how you want your day to be you need to be very very specific now for those of you who know myself and Cheryl personally you'll know that nearly every day Cheryl wakes up in her little power hour and um, she gets up and she's all excited and she does her fantastic post which is is brilliant for all to read so if you haven't been heading over to Cheryl Layton's personal Facebook head over and have a look in the morning and quite often Cheryl will post something that gives you a bit of food for thought in the morning now Cheryl I am going to ask you because this wasn't always your mindset and we saw this huge mindset change in Cheryl roughly about 18 months ago there was a big big change that was visible to everybody else I think for you it's been going on longer but for us the outside world uh, to be able to see that has been an incredible uh, vision, to be honest with you. Joel, can you tell us what it is that got you into manifestation, what you get from helping other people to stop and think in the morning before we start our day? Can you tell us what manifestation is to you and why everybody should know about it? Um, oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> so... I think it's just about the belief in yourself that you can achieve anything you want. And if you believe enough that you can you can achieve it, if you believe enough in yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to, then it will happen. Yeah. And I think in turn, by putting it out there and trying to encourage others to believe the same way and seeing the changes in those, and it's just bring that positivity back in because especially just coming through COVID, there's so much negativity that everybody's just gone through and everyone's been on a massive downer for a couple of years. And I think it's just trying to turn people's perspectives around and trying to make their lives a little bit happier. Yes. And it's just, you know, putting it out there, helping people to change their mindsets, helping people to feel better about themselves, because I think it's good for mental health as well. Um, you know, I think mental health took a massive dip these last few years and it's more recognised. And it's just, you know, being able to talk to someone, being to, able to help them realise that actually they can achieve anything they want to. It might take them a little bit longer than some, but, it, you know, baby steps are always good. Working forward and towards something, changing around the way your life is and the, the way you feel about your life. I just think it's a great way to start talking to people about changing the mental health. And I think letting people know that there's always somebody to talk to as well. I think that's the main Definitely. thing. I think, would you agree to say it's not as easy as it seems to, to actually follow through with manifestation? Oh, definitely. <laughs> because if it was, I wouldn't have broke down in the middle of France. <laughs> but I mean, really, you know, when you think about it, um, I, I often think to myself, okay, this week is going to be a great week. So this is how I start off yeah. and, and everything's great. And then perhaps I'll go onto Facebook and there'll be some cretin trying to bring me down. And then I'll let that energy affect me for, yeah. for a little bit of time. And then I'll think, well, I've manifested it was going to be a great week and it's not going to not be a great week. And, and that's where you can and start And that's where you to need to put down. that stop in. Exactly. That's where you need to put that stop in yeah. and flip it over. Yes. Flip and it so, and reverse it like yeah. Missy Elliott. That's it. <laughs> Everyone loves that song. <laughs> So, yeah, it's just about putting that stop in right yeah. there and flipping it over and taking good from the negativity. So, 
Exactly, in every single situation. Yeah. And if we can just try and get our brain to do that as almost like a reflex. So, okay, so something negative's happened. How am I going to view this? And it makes me think about an image that I've seen before. Um, I think we've spoken about it on the podcast possibly, but I know that I do drone on about this quite a lot. And it's a, it's a picture of a bus. So if you can visualise this, on one side, there's a guy looking out the window and that's all storms and rain clouds and he's really sad and really miserable and there's just one comment on the top of the whole picture that says um it's out of my control so on one side of the bus one guy's looking out the window it's horrible he's looking at the mountainside just gray stormy rainy crap and on the other side of the bus there's a guy with binoculars with green fields mountains in the background sunshine everything's amazing but the same caption covers both. It's out of my control. So that mindset of those two people is completely different. One is thinking it's out of my control. There's nothing I can do about it. This is really rubbish and everything's rubbish outside. Yeah. And the other guy's thinking, well, hey, this is out of my control. This is really bizarre to put this. So when it's <laughs> weather like that, so when it is dull and miserable and raining and I hate thunder and lightning, it frightens me. Yeah. Um, I'll be a it does, it, Yeah, it does... It, <laughs> It affects my mood and it really does bring me down. Yeah. Um, but what I'm trying to do now is trying to flip and reverse that. So, yeah, I don't like it when it's dark and dull and it's cold and rainy, but it's a sign of new growth and fresh beginnings, that rain. Yeah. It's giving the earth what it needs to stay moist. Yeah. It's freshening the air up. You know, it's a change in clouds and atmospheres and it's just a signal and a change of seasons as we move on each time. And each time there's a rainstorm and rain, it's going to be followed by sunshine after. Yes. So I'm just trying to flip that now, like you say, you know, you're, yeah. you're really miserable and it, yeah, you don't really like it. But you've got to flip it around because it's going to end eventually. Totally. And I think, do you know something, Cheryl, that seasonal change is a massive thing. It's a huge, yeah. huge thing. And I think living in the country that we live in, obviously we're here in, in glorious England, uh, it's it's always changing. Yeah. It could be the middle of summer and we just don't know what to expect, do we? We never know what's going to come. So I think all of those feelings are valid. And I know a lot of people that I've spoken to have a great sense of loss in autumn because the sun is going. But then there's me uh, and the autumn with the orange leaves and the pumpkins and Halloween. And That's where I'm trying to look at it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can smell Christmas in the air. You can. Santa you is can coming. But I think to myself, really, you know, if you think, yeah, it is sad, isn't it, that the sun's gone a little bit. But the sun's still there because it's behind the clouds but this is party season so we've got toffee apple we've got fireworks we've got bonfires we've got crispy leaves we've got photo shoots in the park like i think it's such a celebration time like all and the leaves tell us a massive story because i think you know we watch those leaves spring out in in spring then they go green they get a little bit older now they're turning fully orange and red and i just love it I just love it. So what we'll have to do when I'm sweltering and I can't cope with the heat and I'm miserable in the summer, you can tell me how I'll good throw it pumpkins is. at you. <laughs> and I can tell you how great autumn is. And uh, and we'll we'll go from there. But um yeah, it's been really, really amazing to see your journey. It really, really has. Because I can remember a different Cheryl. I can remember a Cheryl who had a little less patience. She's still there somewhere. Yeah, I know. She's, she's one of the other alter ego personalities. <laughs> No, there's about ten of them, especially in autumn. Yeah, she comes out in autumn. <laughs> but no, you've 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 completely changed your life, and it's been so apparent to see in your new 
new business. Well, it's not even new anymore, is it? It's massively successful. Uh, Crazy Cups. You've also got another business at the, the football club. Yeah. And obviously a huge, huge, huge part of Warriors uh, and, and practically everything that I do, you're, you're involved in in one way or another. And I'm really glad about that. So I think, you know, it's been amazing to see your life. So, guys, if this is if you haven't heard of Cheryl Layton or you're not actively involved with Warriors at the moment, you need to find out who this person is. And uh, you'll notice that she's highly featured on my personal profile. <clears throat> she does reply on Community Warriors. She is a master trainer for those who want to be in instructors for warriors so get in touch add Cheryl Layton on Facebook have a look at what she's doing and honestly it's worth it for the morning post because sometimes I can wake up and think oh god <laughs> but I'll just head over to Cheryl's uh, Facebook or maybe I'll give Cheryl a call and like tell her someone's picked on me and then she'll be like that friend at school that's like don't worry about it let's manifest a really happy day and then I'll be like yeah let's do it let's do it so it's a great partnership so what I'm saying to you guys out there is why don't you find a happy thought buddy like a buddy that you can bounce off because it's not easy to manifest it's not easy to stay in that positive place because the outside world is always affecting us so a little bit like if you're going to the gym and you have that little friend that's going to motivate you and you're going to motivate them and you just yin and yang against each other try and find someone that could be your book buddy or your manifestation buddy maybe you could spend some time um like literally making a vision board together if you don't know what a vision board is we can talk about that in the next podcast but how fantastic to talk to cheryl who loves the sun and um went through that incredible life-changing situation through that manifestation and what an amazing thought to think that you can be on holiday and not have to overindulge in alcohol which is just a massive toxin and i i can't i can't begin to to talk about the lack of benefits in alcohol i appreciate that people want want it with the celebration but you know i think that that is an amazing thing to do to explore the world and the elements and your family and history around you without having to solely focus on alcohol brilliant brilliant achievement by you know Cheryl. being able to get up in the morning and watch the sunrise and that's it because if you had all those of that alcohol things. you might have slept through that i would have yeah you know and that's that's just this is it with, with yeah. these sort of things that like it's almost as if society has told us that's what we so to go on holiday we need to overeat we need to overindulge in toxins of, of whatever we can get hold of and um and rush and like you know when you think about people with the sunbeds getting up and making sure that no one else can have that like none of it's good i've practice. just watched that in the last week have you really i literally got up at um i think it was 10 to 6 in the morning to watch the sunrise in cypress yeah Got up, got dressed, face teeth, you know, cup of water, walked down to where the pool is, where the sunbeds are, to watch the sunrise over the trees. And there was people coming out with towels and getting the sunbeds ready. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you all? I what mean, is wrong with you? This is the Why? Thing. Because even when we're but on the thing holiday... Is, they're running around like little ants. Yeah. Putting towels on sunbeds, getting 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 the t- the beds ready for the day, yeah, and they're missing out on a spectacular sunrise right exactly. in front of them. Exactly, and missing. It, there's sometimes it's about slowing life down mm-hmm. and looking and yeah. actually watching what's happening around you, yeah, rather than just getting caught in the rat race of the day. The rat race. That's exactly what it is, and I think that you know, especially like Joe, my husband, he talks about this a lot about. When, just when we first came out of COVID, as human beings, we were kind of getting somewhere. We were learning about sharing and we were learning about time being more valuable than 
um, objects, for example. Yeah. And now it's just like it's just done a 360. Like, you know, you look around and, you know, we think about the toilet rolls when we first started. and well, That was crazy. Like, where was the care for anyone else? And it's still happening around us all the time at the queue at the bar. You see, we was quite lucky in where I live, my neighbours, um, like, you would share your toilet roll. Yeah, yeah. That was like sharing a piece of gold. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You and know, it wasn't that anyone had particularly... None of none of my neighbours, I'm not saying any of them had gone out and bulk bought. We yeah, hadn't. Yeah. You know, you'd probably only got about four or six in your house, but if yeah. one of you needed it, they'd go and, you know, you'd try yeah. and replace it when you managed to get a pack, because that was just absolutely mental. I mean, I... Obviously, it shut down everything for, for everybody in the world. I didn't believe it was happening. It was crazy. Yeah. And I went to Tesco's for a few weeks. Oh, am I allowed to say that? We, what, I went to a, a we supermarket. Of the blue brand variety. Yeah. <laughs> for about 12 weeks, just while I decided what I was going to do and while I created a new business. And, you know, watching elderly people, um, my grandparents' age and older, coming in and not being able to get a toilet roll yeah. and not being able to get a bottle of milk and not being able to get a loaf of bread it was absolutely heartbreaking yeah yeah but I would I took the time out to go around with them not just me personally like a lot of the other colleagues that I worked with in there you would stop you would talk to them because they was coming out just for someone to talk to as well of course they and were it, and it's just about like I say stop in the moment you're in now yeah just stop look around you and see who's there that needs talking to someone yeah. that might just need that little bit of a positive talk and it positively impacts your life, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. You uh, feel so much better. Literally, you know, if everyone can just make that bit of time for each other. Um, and, and I just think to myself, you know, you see it everywhere, don't you? Whether whether you're queuing up somewhere. I mean, right now, join this podcast. Um, we try not to make timestamps on these podcasts, but we are currently living in the week after Queen Elizabeth's funeral. And... There was so much fantastic things that we could have celebrated um, as as a nation, as human beings, fantastic memories that we could still be talking about. But the media, rather than focusing on that, have focused on two individuals yeah. who got into a room before anyone else. And here we are again, the main focus on somebody else getting something before someone else basically but the thing is those media that are now reporting it and kicking off and making it a thing is it just because they're sour because they didn't get there first i just think that it's how people are nowadays i think you know at the end of the day if there is a chance to attack someone else yeah. th then they will and and like you quite rightly said you know those people who were um making sure that they got the sunbeds faster missed out on the sunrise and somebody once said to me that life works on a point system and what nobody really understands is that we all have the same amount of points yeah it's just in different areas of our lives so there's actually no point competing with anyone else because whatever that person's time talent gift is you can't have it you can't take it it's not yours it's not yours and that's the same with, with anything. So it's almost as if it's a waste of time. But t talking about waste of time, um, we are going to be going into that letter which follows on to the page, Coins. And we've got life there as well. But if you're listening in today and you, you've just got all of that, what we were talking about, we talked about COVID, the Queen, all these massive things that have happened in our lives, have a read of the page Coins because I think that would help with what we're talking about today, wouldn't it, Cheryl? Like you was just saying about points. 
exactly same situation and uh, it's all predestined so what we need to do is focus on the time that we have and how we can really really excel through those moments and enjoy every single moment of them and the thing is like you were saying about the time that you have going back to the reports about the couple that yeah. shouldn't have done what they did. Reports should have been about the massive queues that people stood in for hours. Absolutely. I mean, that was And an made friendships. Yeah. They spoke to each other like people from different parts of the country, possibly different parts of the world that came over. Yeah. Spent time talking to each other and sharing things. Exactly. And and I think to myself, you know, there was all that fantastic... We got to see those service people yeah. who were saying goodbye to the person that they pledged their life to you know and and it was such it was a massive thing in our house because you know well the reason we're doing this podcast the reason we've got the company we have everything has had a massive massive um part to do with the prince's trust and you know that person who's now the king was we were invited to meet and and it was it was huge you know my husband's a police officer he's pledged every year to the queen so we got and to now see to the king. And now to a king. And you know, and you think to yourself, you look at all these people and all those fantastic moments that were happening in that situation, whether it was right, whether it was wrong, whether it's the ITV or whoever it is, BBC, whatever, there was a lot of press passes. Whatever. I don't care who's right and wrong. What really, really bothers me is how many people are bothered about it. Yeah. The fact that somebody else got something before them. But you find in everything, people, and this is it, people always focus on the negative of something. Yeah, exactly. And it's like when you go to a restaurant. You go to the restaurant, you go and have a meal. It's really nice and good. Very rarely do you do a review. Yeah. Very rarely do you rant and rave about how good that was. But if you go to that same restaurant and your steak doesn't come out quite as much as you wanted it cooking and your salad was maybe a little bit more limp, yeah, nine times out of ten, you, you won't, you won't complain to your server. <laughs> You'll moan about it after on Facebook or yeah. Instagram or wherever, whatever social media you choose, your friends. But you're always so quick to jump on the negative side yeah. of things. Do you think, and do you that's think... what it is in, in, in everything. Yeah, I mean, do you ever think... Has it got to the point where we're going out not to enjoy it? But are we are we at subconsciously looking for a problem? Like Probably. when we sit down, are we already looking for a problem? Uh, well, that's it. That that's the whole thing about the manifestation side of things exactly. as well. Though, if you try and stay on the positive, yeah. positive things keep coming. If you're always on yeah. the negative, it will always be a roll call of negative after negative after negative. And if you can't flip that negative to a positive, yes. it just rolls on. So if you can stop that. In its tracks. Then, you, you, then your negatives don't come in. Yeah, exactly. And you could be thinking about who you were having the meal with, the yeah. time you were spending, and the conversation. Yeah. And the fact that you were getting fed at all <laughs> in this time that we were The in. fact that you could sit in a restaurant yeah. and afford to buy a meal, because we, we are about to hit some pretty hard times where people yeah. are going to have to start tightening the belts. But, guys, use this time with your families. I mean, like, like you've said, we've been on holiday, and it's so easy with your kids. I mean, I've got four three of them are quite grown up now and it's so easy to give them a tablet or an ipad or your phone and it's quiet and it's nice because you get quiet time and i totally get that but this time this year we've got out a pack of cards yeah we've bought uno we've bought like a monopoly card deck and we've spent time all playing together and, and spending time as a family and with friends making time and it's you know the reason I'm going into this is so we're just about to hit some really tough times. So look at actually engaging with your family and friends more at home. Yeah. 
and enjoying the time you've got at home with what you have rather than what you don't have and what you can't have. Exactly. And that brings us back to gratitude, doesn't it? Which is the main thing. And and this is the great thing about this, although we are coming to the end of our podcast now, um, is that no matter how many times we go round and round in the circle, it always ends up in one place, and that is gratitude. Because you can never acquire something if you're not already grateful for what you have. Yeah. Because it was almost like, uh, I always think to myself, if you're not thankful for what you have, you don't really know that you've got it. No, exactly. So we're talking about gratitude. That is the end of this episode, and we have had an amazing chat with Shell Layton, who will absolutely be joining us again. We're going to be looking at different topics as we go forward. Um, exciting news I'm actually a guest on a different podcast this week that podcast is by the old farm bus and the work that they do is absolutely incredible so I'll link you guys into that and they'll link theirs into us and you know that's great because we're all aiming for the same thing so thank you for joining us today Cheryl thank you for having me in and we will see you on the next episode okay thanks bye